This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. And they had to rush me to the emergency and they're like, you're going to die, you're septic. Oh. And I'm oh. like, what? And I'm like, I have a vagina. Because <laughs> I was like, they're going to take my clothes off and see what? And they're like, what? <laughs> I think they thought I was delirious. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, a cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. My son, stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. We're chatting about sex twice a week, once on Mondays, once on Thursdays. On Mondays, it's just with you guys. It's We have we call it our Monday morning after show, and you can call in and be a part of it either on castbox.fm. You like that, Mom? I did. Or And then you can be part of the live uh, broadcast. We, yeah, you like call in and we chat with you. You can type in. It's very fun. Uh, you can also, if, if you, that t- at 10 a.m. on Pacific time on Mondays doesn't work for you, then you can really just text us or leave us a voicemail anytime and we'll try to include it in our show. Our number is Yes Text Mom. But subscribe on any of our social media and you'll be able to find out when we go live or when we uh, announce new podcast episodes. At Sex Talk with My Mom. Um, on Thursdays, we have guests. And guys, we haven't had a guest in a while. For Obviously, we had those family uh, issues that we were taking care of. But today, today we we're bring coming- back a guest with a vengeance. We got a banger. We got a fucking awesome episode ahead of you guys. It, I can't. I, I cannot explain how excited I am to introduce you to Buck Angel. I think pretty much anybody can relate to Buck Angel's passion. How about his life story? He's taken the, the things that make him unusual for our society, quote unquote unusual, and just shine a light on them and, and make. That's what makes him special now. With no fear which is amazing because you know a lot of trans people get discriminated against and they shy away and they you know become suicidal and have all these different emotional issues and and he's gone through all that and now he's a mentor he's actually a trampa yeah he calls himself a trampa which is like a grandpa for trans trampa and you know and he had such a crazy life he was well. literally the first person to ever go through a female to male sex change it's it's unbelievable he takes i actually i think yes he he was definitely a guinea pig with his doctors so the first that they've worked with in in a lot of ways he was boundary breaking i mean forbes has called him a renaissance man 
Cosmopolitan says he's a bomb ass sex toy designer. They said bomb ass? No, I added oh. it, it just says sex toy designer. So I, I was like, well, we got to blow that up and say bomb ass. We talked for a good length of time before we even brought up the fact that he was a porn star. Yes. Vice called him a charismatic trans activist and tireless entrepreneur. And that's exactly what he is. He's a fucking. He's a goddamn Renaissance man. He so and he was such a non-judgmental person. He was the first uh, trans man in the porn industry. Okay, so for people who don't really understand what trans is all about, okay, this is someone who was born with female genitalia, and then has always identified as a man. And so eventually, when Buck was around thirty years old, he went through this transition. To become a man, he starts taking testosterone, mm-hmm. and he was one of the first people to actually go through this. And breast reduction, he took off his a b- surgery, removed his breasts, yeah. but he kept his vagina. Yes, he still got the vulva because at the time, it you know they didn't have that cutting edge technology they have today. He's a man with a pussy, and he loves his pussy. And we chat right. about that. We, I mean, this is such a beautiful story, and he's such a motivational person to listen to. That this, even if you're not interested in trans related issues, I mean, it's just. He's you don't have to be. You, you don't, just have to be interested in a human being that doesn't give any fucks, which is what who, we love. We love so people that don't give a fucks. authentically himself. I want to be best friends with him. Yeah, I do too. And I, so we here are just a few topics that we got into. Okay. Okay. We got. Uh, we talked about how being trans has affected, or tr- you know, transitioning to become a man affected uh, his romantic relationships and dating. We talked about how he combined porn and used it to become an activist. Pretty wild. We chatted about growing up and how his family reacted to his transition. And his suicidal uh, ideations. Yeah. from what He goes from wanting to kill himself to now speaking on, in, all across the globe. It's, it, this is an amazing guest. And I don't even want to share anymore because I, I think you guys have to just listen to this and also go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and hear the bonus episodes. We do a bonus episode oh where my we God. Ra- take them through the rapid fire questions. The rapid fire questions are probably the most hilarious answers we've ever gotten. You can just imagine what these questions ended up sounding like. But anyway, patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. That's another you, reason to you join can shell out a few dollars for us and you'll get this bonus content. And we're only five people away from doing our marijuana episode. So if you're going to donate, now is the time to donate now, yeah. to keep the show going. For as little as $3, but if you put in more, it really would help us as well. Also, if if you can help us in another way that doesn't require any money, just leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Uh, it helps us get awesome, cool guests like Buck Angel. Uh, I want to read one that I like. Please read one. This one says, Uplifting My Day, five stars, by Sours Blondie Forever. No, interesting name. Found your podcast from the Mommies Tell All podcast. You both are hilarious and uplift my days. Love the random topics and banter back and forth. Thank you very much, Sours Blondie Forever. I'm glad that this is uplifting your days. That's all we aim to do open the conversation make and everyone just a little lighter and i do love the mommies tell all podcast yeah we had way. a blast with them uh, they're so. they're from the uh survivor not survivor <laughs> what was it bachelorette in paradise bachelor of paradise oh my, oh god. my god anyway i we knew were i got their show anyone reality shows anyone who's a friend of theirs is a friend of ours so welcome thank you very much for supporting and congratulations us for having a baby all right mother we're both pregnant okay mother i think you got to sing them out I just wanted to mention one more thing. 
If you subscribe on any of our social media platforms like Instagram or YouTube or, or iTunes or Spotify yeah. or wherever and put just take a picture of, of uh, yourself listening and, and post it uh, somewhere, we will repost these things. Yeah, so we'll, you'll get shout outs from us. On Instagram, tag us. By yeah. the way, I'm at Single Cam Comedy. You're, you, I'm a Karen Lee Love. We're both thirst trapping. So, uh, we're uh, thirst trapping. It's so, kind of funny. So follow us and, and join the thirst trap. But I, w- I would it for sure do sex talk with my mom because that's us. Yes, that's the two of us. Just the two of us. All right, sing about mood. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the coolest guy you'll ever did see. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> for someone so cool, it became so lame when you sang it like that. I'm sorry. He's just a cool dude. All right. Get ready, peeps. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. Buck Angel, welcome to the show. Right on. <laughs> right. Wow. I'm so pumped to have you on the show. Right on. Thank you. I'm pumped too. <laughs> Mom's actually. pumped too. We're, we're both pumped. I'm just looking at him and just the just the visual here. He's got a daddy as fuck hat on, which I love. <laughs> Total tattoos up and down the sleeves, the arms, everything. Right. Yeah. Just a very unusual looking man here. <laughs> We're, I, I'm so happy to, to meet you. I thought Buck Angel was actually a sex toy company when I first heard of it. Oh, wow. I heard about Buck Angel years ago Yeah, right. at a sex toy convention. And I just figured, oh, that's just a company. And then I discovered, no, it's actually a person. It's a person. <laughs> yeah, it's not a brand. Is it? Well, maybe you are a brand. I am now. a brand, actually. Yes. Yeah. Now I am, yeah. Yeah, and, I've, and the more I've learned about you, the more I've gotten on board with this brand. Right on, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. A, I'm, I'm, I'm on board as well now. Right on. We, we want mom on board. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, You. so... I guess we could, could we just start with what we were just talking about? Totally. Okay. So you identify as a, a male. Yes, a male. Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, but you're, you're a trans man. So yeah, I was born a woman and I transitioned to a man 23 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So I love that it's just defying all norms, you know? <laughs> and, and so when people, you, I want to know how this affects your dating and love life. Sure. Like, that's a good question. You know, when people hook up with you, are, is there... Res, re, not resistance, but like, how? Uh, what? What have you? Encountered? So no, I, I get your question, and it's a really important question because, as you see, I look totally male. Nobody yeah. would ever know that I used to be a woman, and, and the reason that they need to know is because I don't have a penis. I, I still have a vagina, mm-hmm. and that is because when I transitioned twenty three years ago, they didn't have the penis surgery. Now they do. Well, they, they do, but it's penis. still not up to my standards. So, yeah. so there are some men who do trans men like me who do it, and that's great for them. But I have such a. Uh, a space of wanting to be perfect, if that makes sense. Yeah, what's and your I don't, standard for a dick? A dick like yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even seen it, but I want a dick like yours. So right now, is it, what, what is So basically, the, what's lacking is aesthetics. So it doesn't necessarily look like a, a cisgender man's penis. What's also lacking is the erection part. So they make them now with a little pump thing, and it's getting oh. the... But, but I don't want to have all that stuff. I just yeah. want to be able to get an erection and have sex with it, and that just doesn't exist. Well, yeah. you have a clit. Yeah, so now what I learned is how to accept my vagina, which was 23 years ago I learned to accept oh, it. Oh, interesting. And it was not easy to learn how to accept it as a man. And I know the reverse, too, where your, uh, who was it that was born? Oh, Jesse Dubai. Uh-huh, right. 
Right. Where uh, he was, bo- bo- she was born a male uh-huh. and keep and kept her penis and yep. uses it and, and enjoys it. Exactly. So why not? So why not? But that's yeah. the thing is like we're so brainwashed around this, right? Around having a penis and having a vagina that makes you a man and that makes you a woman. So going back to how do I date, right? Yeah. Or how do I? I'm always. <laughs> Sorry, that's, our dog that's okay. Dying. Sorry, that's, the dog just that's me. <laughs> That's my vagina. <laughs> You're queefing. My queefing vagina. <laughs> hey, what about me? So, um, so, so I'm a person who believes in disclosure, 110%. So back in the day when I very first started dating men, because I didn't before, I was only into women. And then when I transitioned, I became attracted to men. So I was like, this is creeping me out and weirding me out. And I became like homophobic to myself. Oh. I was like, I can't be gay. <laughs> no, I was weirding myself out that because I always wild. been into women. And I was like, what? But then, so I actually met a guy and he was like, thinking I'm a dude and then I said well I need to tell you something I used to be a woman and I'm now a man but I still have my vagina (laughs) and he was like no you're lying and I'm like no dude I really do and he's like still hot to me and that was like I just realized just be honest about it some men say no they're not into it and that's okay and some women very few women say no I don't even think I've ever had a woman say no to me because well, you, men. You, from the outside, you do not look anything like a lady. Like a lady. <laughs> I never really was a lady. It was kind of, <laughs> even when I was a lady, I was kind of very masculine. I mean, you got like a full beard and a mustache. Totally. Yeah. I totally you do. look more masculine than I do. <laughs> I don't know about I, that. I, that I, do. I, right I, I have to agree with this. <laughs> I have to agree. Mom's agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, Mom. So, yeah. I mean, you've, you've, when was it that you had that first experience with, with a guy? Uh, that was like literally one year into my testosterone usage and I didn't look anything like this. I still looked sort of like androgynous and not so much facial hair and, and muscles and none of that stuff. I, I read a little bit about you and did some research uh-huh. and you were like one of the first people that has ever had mm-hmm. uh, a sex change mm-hmm. with, well, with using testosterone. Yeah, from a from a female to a male. Uh-huh. I'm one of the first, even though there were, there are a lot, there are guys before me, but they never really talked about it or came out about it. So I'm definitely one of the very first uh uh, visual trans men in the world. Right, and it was risky, I guess, to, with the amount of testosterone you're using for over periods of time and you had some medical issues. With- I had major medical issues because, again, being the first and my doctor's even saying, you're going to be my guinea pig. They actually said those words oh to me. Oh, my God. And here in Los Angeles, and I was like, um, I'm not really sure what that means, <laughs> but uh, okay. And I freaked out. Like, it was yeah, scary. Was yeah, weren't you I, terrified? I was terrified because we didn't have the internet. This is the other thing people don't right. realize. 23 years ago, there were not none of what you see today. I couldn't I, I'm look aware at pictures. of that, by the way. Yeah, you are. Right on. Thank you. Are you willing to share how old you are? Yeah, I'm 57. And so I'm, how old were you at the time? So I was in my late 20s, 30, 30 You're years like my. You were like yeah. my age when yeah. this is all yes. happening. Yes. What a life-changing experience. A life. I mean, on every level, physically, mentally. I mean, I used to want to kill myself. All That, that was my mantra. As well. oh, it was wow. like, if it doesn't work out, I'll just kill myself. That's what I said in the beginning of my transition because I just didn't see this, what you see today. I wow. saw a freak. And I was like, I'm not going to be a freak, and I'm not going to. If it doesn't work, I'll just kill myself. So just natural, like yeah. That. I just remember movies like Boys Don't Cry, exactly. And it was I exactly. Mean, and a friend of mine's uh, daughter she doesn't believe that she's either a man or a woman. She's mm-hmm. both. Yeah, the, the gender nonconforming. Yeah, and yeah. I remember hearing that for the first time and uh-huh. thinking, Wow, this is so bizarre. And yeah. that was only a few years ago. Yeah. So it's just constantly evolving and changing. Constantly. What a time for you to experience this too. Like 
Oh, back in the day, it was not easy for me. People didn't like me. And my whole community, which was gay women, dumped me. They were calling me a traitor. They wow. didn't understand. Nobody understood back in the day when I said, I'm going to become a man. I had a sex change. Like, you have to understand, today we don't necessarily talk about sex changes. Transgender is an umbrella term now for mm -hmm. gender nonconforming people or people who feel very masculine. It's not necessarily what I did. Is not necessarily what people are doing today, which is basically having a sex change. I always felt like a man. I wanted to be a man. And that's what I did. So mm -hmm. I don't live so my life as a trans. Removed. I had my breasts removed. Yeah. And um, I live my life as a man. I yeah. literally, you all don't my even, doc... Do you identify as trans? No, I identify as a man. Yeah, that's my, my, my path to being a man is transsexual, 100%. Right, right. And there's a difference between a transsexual person and a transgender person. Tell us what that is, because I read that yes. too, and I'm thinking, wait, is that, that reminds me of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. So Rocky Horror Picture Show is a transvestite. A transvestite. Now, what's a transvestite? Transvestite is a man who dresses like a yeah. woman for sexual pleasure. Uh -huh. So it's a very sexualized thing mm -hmm. where a transsexual or a transgender person transitions because they actually feel that way. Mm -hmm. So it's not, this isn't a sexual thing. It's an actual real feeling of my identity and who I am. So the difference between a transsexual is somebody who actually had a sex change. It's somebody who wants to transition okay, from gotcha. one binary gotcha. to the next. Transgender is an umbrella term. There isn't just one uh. thing. It's all kinds of different identities. Under so would transvestite sit under a trans Under transgender. Oh, interesting. Under transgender. Oh. Yes. Yes, Learning. because it's an identity. But they're this usually, identity. they don't change, they, they usually the transsexual yeah. men uh -huh. are not gay. Is that transsexual it? men meaning like men like me? No, I meant trans mean trans transvestites. Yeah. Well, it, no, no, they mostly go towards um, wanting, uh, it depends. I don't really know how yeah. they would identify. I thought that, I think that's that very, like men who are in heterosexual marriages mm -hmm. and dress up as women mm -hmm. or whatever, are happy with their situation, happy with their but situation. they love to, to wear women's clothing. Clothes. And, and some of the, that's cross-dressing, which is different than transvestite. Oh my See? goodness. So a transvestite yeah. is more somebody who really deals with it with a sexual feeling. It feels ah. se trans sweet transvestite. Remember yeah. how sexual he was? In, in uh, Rocky Horror. Yes, yeah. exactly. So then, a, but a cross-dresser is just somebody necessarily wants to dress up like a woman or a man or however and just feel it, but not necessarily have a sex change. Like mm. in the movie Transparent. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Okay. So what do you feel about all these terms do you, are you a fan of having these different classifications or are you kind of like why are we doing well this? i'm a fan of anything you need to do that makes you sell, yourself feel better i don't care but what i do care about is respect towards other people's choices of identity uh. so what i find in my community the transgender community is that they disrespect the identity of transsexual they are trying to eliminate transsexual and they're trying to eliminate medical transitioning really because, yes really because what they want to say is that you don't need to do what i uh. do to be trans but that's fine for you but what yeah. about people like there's a lot of kids like me a yeah. lot yeah yeah yeah. that want to get rid of their that want to just be yeah. a man yeah. they don't want to be trans they want to be a man like me so they you're there you there's an, some people mm -hmm. who say like okay you just should keep the same body, but we'll just call you a man. Exactly. Right. And, and you're I'm not like, into that. I don't look like how I feel inside. And I don't want people to see me that way. I want people to see me this way. And yeah. so that's what's happening in the trans community. There's a lot of this sort of like infighting of what makes you trans and like what Buck did is wrong. And Whoa. I mean, they say stuff like that. Like well, You'd think these would be your, your first supporters. Oh my God. Line. Some of those kids are really mean and disrespectful towards me. Wow. 100% they are. Because, you know, that's what youth does. I get it. I'm an elder. 
I'm an elder. I have a very I'm with strict you. I'm way. I'm an elder too. Exactly. We're elders. People so, just look at you differently when you're an elder. Yeah. Do you think? When, a, by the way, when do we become elders? <laughs> I don't know, totally. I, I, I still feel like I'm like a younger. <laughs> you're still younger than I am. You're young. Lady. Yeah. I'm the you're, oldest. You look living, amazing. You, you, you know, know whatever. No. Am I not the oldest living millennial? You are. <laughs> you are. That's you totally hilarious. are. I think you're pretty young looking too. By the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's all about sex and being happy and being yourself. It mm-hmm. is. That's why you look so great too, because you're happy. I can see it yeah oh, you are you. Well, you're it's also, a real thing you're a gemini i look that I'm a up gemini, too. yeah you can be you can float all over the place <laughs> it's so true <laughs> it's very true so i mean it was to the point you wanted to kill yourself oh my god totally because, and it was it because of how society was treating you or just because you had such like this disparity between it was how you me felt it wasn't necessarily society it was Whoa. me i wanted to be a man and no one saw me as that what age did a, you decide that uh, uh, my whole life i felt like that since, way. since birth since my parents treated me like a boy they they raised me like a boy on some level. I was very much a tomboy. Were you the eldest? No, I'm the middle. What, what was I you? have two sisters. I so have a younger the, sister they, and older They wanted a guy. They wanted, they wanted a boy. A boy. Yeah. My dad did want a boy. And that happened he to did. me and my sister. Oh, yeah, I was, I'm the eldest and my dad, but I don't think they, you know, I mean, they eventually obviously accepted her of as course. a woman. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there was any issues with that, but it's yeah. just, uh, I think it's, it's interesting how some people like they get the first sex and then they, they want the second, you know, I know it's weird. I think so too. My dad wanted a boy so bad. Yeah. I mean, all three of us as women were very masculine and very sports oriented and very butch. My dad made us very butch. My sister was a cop. My older sister was LAPD for 30 years. My younger sister is like type A owns her own company. Is like, you know, one of those <laughs> ladies. I'm like, are you a les? She's like, I'm not lesbian. <laughs> like you act like one. But isn't there like a, <laughs> genetic component as well to any oh, of this totally so yeah. maybe 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 well who yeah knows? i mean actually i found out a cousin now just called me out of nowhere and said i think i'm trans and oh. i'm like okay i think it is it, it runs genetically and i, think I it's believe that yeah. i totally just believe like that. gay i think gay right. does too yeah totally what do you think cam i have no, yeah, from what i hear it's all anecdote but you know yeah I, right Sounds good to me. Yeah, right. (laughs) Sounds right. The bottom line is this. It doesn't matter what your listeners think or what anybody in the world thinks. The bottom line is that I'm happy. Yeah. And like that's what people need to understand with all of us, that it doesn't matter what you think. That's only your point of view. It's not correct. It's just a point of view. That said, whether you like me or the way I am or not, it's just the way it is. So you can accept it or you cannot accept it. You're preaching love. Yeah. That's all it is. You're preaching love and you're preaching our manifesto, which is we give no fucks. (laughs) Right on. Yeah. It's real. You got to teach the world that. I love it. So can you tell me more about like when you're growing up, uh, was your family, you said you were Mm kind of raised like a tomboy. So how did your family work with this transition with you oh so my family was so cool when i was a kid i was totally a boy i skateboarded i got like my parents were so awesome because they just thought i was like a little tomboy right i think eventually they thought i would grow out of it but i I like to say i grew into it (laughs) my parents were like freaked out when i started going through puberty and i started like i literally went into depression and tried to kill myself and became a cutter and alcoholic at 16 and like just i had to go to a psychiatric hospital where where, where, where san fernando valley Okay. Yeah, in the sixties and seventies, and then like which was more open minded than most of the. Well, no, except for when I said I'm a boy, they thought I was crazy and put me in the psychiatric ward because that's how far advanced we are today. But they put people like me into psychiatric wards because all all I said was I'm a boy, I'm a boy, I'm a boy, and no one. And And in California, you think it's more liberal minded than? Can you imagine if you're in the middle of the country? Oh my god, if you'd be killed or something, totally. Yeah. Still, it would be fucking weird. Yeah. So I was through depression pretty much my whole. 
young life until I got to transition. I guess I'm not understanding. I'm trying to get in the headspace of like where you were at. And it's so hard for me, obviously. Because you won't, because you don't have the experience of. So how I can say it is this, and, and I'm not even sure if you'll get it this way, but imagine if you didn't get to be in your man body right now. And if mm-hmm. you had to live even just a day as a woman. Yeah. And it, and the way people look at you, the way people talk to you, the way you, when you're a woman, I don't need to say that to you, mom, but it's difficult being a woman in the world. People treat me so different now. I mean, wow. literally, I'm the king. I can walk <laughs> in anywhere and I can get anything I want. It's yeah. it's it's really mind blowing. But people forget I'm a Trojan horse. <laughs> <laughs> Put me I in that man's that. space. Wow. I see everything. Right. I bring it back to the ladies. I'm like, this is why men are idiots. Let me tell you why. <laughs> well, literally, that's why I always liked you know going to a male, uh, a gay hairdresser. He's going to give me the real right truth. Right on. As opposed to maybe a female wouldn't give yep. me that. Maybe not. You're right. Then there's that. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I recognize I have this really privileged position, but yes, you, I, you, you know, I'm. I, last night I was even picturing like how how much do I identify with my dick? Mm-hmm. Like you know, right. I'm, I'm sitting in bed, I'm looking at my dick, and I'm like. What if it was a vulva instead? Right. Why were you sitting in bed looking at your dick? <laughs> preparing for this interview. Yeah, he was. So you decided to take a look at your dick? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he... was, like, was there. <laughs> Mom's all, why are you looking at your dick? Oh, yeah, why not? All of a sudden, you decide to like, take out the flashlight and take I, a look. I was sweating. I actually was completely <laughs> naked. What, what so... is going on here? <laughs> jacking it was off. Very Don't high. Try jacking it. off? Is that what you I was doing? not jacking off. But, yeah, I mean, and I was thinking, I don't, I don't identify that much with like... Yeah, I, I, Obviously, on some level, it feels very normal for me to be sure. male. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I had a vulva instead, I mean, the, yeah. I get, You're never going to get it. I'm never going to get it. Just I, like I'm never going to get what it feels like to have a penis. Never. I always never. wanted to know what it would be like to have the reverse. And instead of having something going inside me, I, I always like to think right. about how would it feel to go inside somebody else? Yes, me too. And it's not going to be the same with a strap on. Is that no? It's not the same. It's still, so right. that's what I'm saying. Like we can look at it. We can. I can tell you right now. I am a hundred and ten percent comfortable with my vagina. It is in no way, shape, or form interfering with my life. The thing that interfered with my life was not growing a beard. Oh wow! <laughs> that was more important to me than my vagina because I become so attached to it in such a way that I love it. I love my. I mean, well, we got a lot more nerve endings than the yeah, males this do. This thing. So. Is incredible yeah. like i jack off every night i'm not even kidding like it's just like that's a big it, toy you, for me yeah yeah that's yeah lavolva sounds so much better it's than amazing it yeah. yeah it's amazing so it's like i have to just tell people that these are your genitals it doesn't matter what they look like what they you have to enjoy your own genitals whether or not whatever it is and so i learned to do that and it changed my life so what helps with that with learning to like that this is going to masturbation and why I created those products because transgender men do not masturbate because what happens is we're born with our vaginas we hate our vaginas we transition to look male and we still have these vaginas and it's still difficult for many men to touch their vaginas so I had to create a product in order for trans men not to touch themselves but to touch themselves and that makes sense and jack off like a man so this thing sucks over your clitoris so you never touch your vagina and it's shaped like a little penis and it sucks onto your clit sucks the clit in into the little hole and then you literally do that movement with your hand like this like jacking, like off. jacking off and I had literally blew up all over the world and met trans men from everywhere calling me and telling me thank you Buck I never masturbated I'm Whoa. 24 I never had an orgasm I cried when I had my orgasm like that's everything for me you Whoa. can teach heterosexual women I can that do that too. too. <laughs> I mean, is this the first of it? Yeah, this is that's the product the buck off. So, wait, yeah. it's called buck so off. open it up I'll show you like it's called the buck off because why? 
jack on fuck off i love that it's all yeah. about branding right i, I literally <laughs> it fits so well i literally thought it was the name of the company right I mean, on. so Thank it was you. so even it, you could even cisgender men can use this because the way that i shaped the top of it well you're, you're, you're gonna see feel this it's so amazing the material oh yeah it's really it soft like and yeah and it's really soft and so how i designed this was i made it this this is how big my clitoris is about the size of my thumb that's a huge erect. clit yeah when it's erect it literally so this that's my do you clit. think you've been like stretching it out or something no it just does that from uh testosterone oh testosterone does yes, that totally. oh so I, your clit I, get, is your penis. I gotta tell you your clit it's is crazy. probably bigger than one of some of the guys i've been with <laughs> honestly Dicks. i'm like right whoa that, all right you're like we're hey, wait a minute dude. similar levels right now <laughs> right, on. <laughs> right on so see how it fits over my thumb and then look and then you just jack off like this so i'm it's here over top oh of so it's stimulating so it's stimulating and sucking you in and then i made little ridges on the inside so it sort of feels like it's more like that is a tongue. nuts and then so it just sucks right on so from for straight or not straight so for cis men look you can stick you can I, put call your dick the, in there. I call the knob polisher so it's a, a knob, knob so polisher yeah, so you just stick it right over the head it of your looks like a little dick, hat and then try it later this was your idea had this existed before you did not exist i created the world's know? first transgender sex toy yeah. this is unbelievable so, so why how i had that idea was i used to jack off on the time before i could touch my my vagina i created my own toy by buying a toy in the sh in the shop and cutting it up and oh, figuring wow. out how my clit could fit in it so i invented it in my mind uh -huh. and then i bit went to every toy company in the business Whoa. nobody would do it no oh way God. nobody would do it i bet they're kicking themselves now so then i went to perfect fit brand and the guy was like what that's a no-brainer dude let's do this whoa and then he took a chance to do it with me i said i promise you it will be huge and it blew up and it, forbes magazine wrote about it which is like my big thing for me yeah for a guy who didn't graduate high school or have any formal education Forbes magazine yeah, yeah. i was like damn but now for for me though that is going to be way too big Right. Then my clip That's not a great question, Mom. So then <laughs> there's a lot she's of like, trans she's like, I, I will be able to masturbate, so <laughs> give me something. Yeah, let's, let's talk. So, let's... but for, for some trans men, we don't, they don't take testosterone, right? So right. the gender non-conforming. So or you the, need a much they, them, more those. petite version of right. that. And even cisgender women who, who I have a large cisgender fan base. So I did, I had no clue that testosterone will actually increase the size of yes. your Yeah. Crazy. The... Just watch my porn, you'll see. And so now <laughs> wonder you're so horny all the time. That's why I'm horny all the time. The so bigger the, the clit, the in the hole look at the difference in the hole oh yeah so give me your your pinky so if that was your clit that just sucks oh. right in and just sucks right on and then you do the same oh action. that's a so nice it's, little... it's just a handheld yeah, master it's a handheld clitoris that masturbator. is wild you know and you see i made this so it goes through the labia right here but you but you, you people think you just stick it on and su no you gotta find your spot we're gonna have to put this on instagram just play with people want to see what this looks like yeah we'll put it on yeah they totally want to see mom. Yeah. check it out yeah i love this yeah and then i created this lube which is the first trans male lube in the market specifically to talk about vaginal health care because we don't talk about okay you, know, we, you can get atrophy from testosterone which is what almost killed oh, me so if atrophy taking, almost killed me oh. so can you talk about this soon oh, so you started hard. taking a massive amount of, i mean something i take i do one cc of testosterone every week you still do this yes for the rest of my life i don't have testicles so i don't produce testosterone i have to literally shoot an injection of testosterone because weekly. i mean i've been you know to different hormone doctors you know as you enter menopause yeah, right did you already enter menopause or you yeah, yeah, I went through early menopause. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when I, but they did recommend that I could take a small amount of testosterone. Yes. 
Uh, although I never ended up doing it because right. uh, I think there are side effects of testosterone. hundred percent yeah. there are. There's a lot of side effects to anything that you yeah, that's I mean, not natural yeah. in your body. But I do tell women that it is really, cis women, that it is really good that you add a little bit of that that's, testosterone. But you can yeah. do it in a natural way. So so what happened oh, to really? me was I was getting cramps and cramps and I was like cramping up and it was like 15 years into testosterone and I was going to all these gynecologists and all these doctors and some of them wouldn't even look at me and it was horrible. And finally I got to one and she's like, you're fine i'm like every time i have sex i cramp up so bad like period like bad period cramps for yeah. like over two hours oh. and i'm like that is not normal but they didn't have any they don't have no knowledge of long-term use of testosterone on a female-bodied person right there's no studies you're probably this the only study I'm out the there only study <laughs> out there so long story short i was living in mexico and i dropped on the floor one day after the gym and i went into a 110 degree temperature and they had to rush me to the emergency and they're like you're gonna die you're septic oh. and i'm oh. like what and i'm like i have a vagina because <laughs> i was like they're gonna take my clothes off and see what and they're like what? i think they thought i was delirious yeah because i was all like, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they hear that all the time in the emergency room. Oh my god! They were like, "What?" <laughs> and then I'm a transsexual. But anyway, long they 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 were like, they were like, "Uh, you are so atrophied, you're gonna die right now." So what does it mean? Atrophy is when estrogen is removed from your reproductive system, which is menopause. Yeah. But it was at such a fast rate yeah. that, that it literally atrophy is when everything sort of just like molds together and becomes hard. So oh, my wow. ovaries, my uterus, and my cervix fused together. Oh, my God. So my uterus became a Petri dish of an infection Oy. because it wasn't coming out. You are lucky that to be alive. Cramps. No joke. And that's how I became septic. It popped right after the gym, and I became septic. And anyway, <gasps> I had to have an emergency hysterectomy and blah, wow. blah, 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 blah. So that's when I started talking about it, and that's the first recorded case in the history of the medical world of long-term use of testosterone on a female-bodied person. Unbelievable. So, so what do you do to counteract that if you want so, to continue with your testosterone? Great question, Mom. I love you. So then I was like, oh my God, I feel like shit now because I had a hysterectomy and I'm just like, and I just didn't feel good. I had, I had an imbalance of hormones. Mm -hmm. So I was only injecting testosterone no estrogen. where's my estrogen yeah, exactly. so nobody's oh. telling me anything no doctors are telling me anything so i start studying menopause i start studying all of this and i find this supplement called dhea dhea is an all-natural hormonal supplement that you can get at any walgreens anywhere yeah, so i've I, taken it before right, right on so i went and i reason. got it 0.2 i got 25 milligrams and i just started taking it daily Within one month, I was back to normal. My vagina was wet. I was and I've been doing it ever since. Oh my god! Ever since, and I'm so you don't take any like estrogen. That's all I uh, all I take is DHEA and testosterone. Wow! Because the Good. DHEA reverts any overused testosterone into estrogen. Oh, okay. So it's a naturally reverting whatever I write you. That down. Yeah, you should try it. Yeah. I get I turn everybody on to it, especially yeah. trans men. Yes. Is it possible I'm currently taking it? Would yeah. it be part of yes. like a B12 yes. or something? You might be. Actually, they I, give it to men with low testosterone because it <laughs> finds the, if you have low, you might have low testosterone. I, I, have, I have no clue. I've never been told. I don't yeah. know. But it happens. How old are you? Do you mind me asking? 30. So yeah. So what happens at a 30 to 35 year old men, you start going through menopause. Oh really? Menopause oh, is a what, thing. What is Wait it? a second. Talk Can you that? not go there? No, yes. go there. I want you to go there. He is going to be. You're now, not doing menopause. Oh, man. he's going to. It's going to happen. Freak the fuck out. What is it? Menopause is when you start to lose your testosterone. And at an age around 30, 30, 35, men start losing their testosterone. And by the well, way, that's look, when women start peaking, which exact, is really... If you look at men, older men, they always have big stomachs, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. from low testosterone. Oh, and really? then they have low dr sex drive. 
a lot of older men have low sex drive because yeah. their testosterone it, it, it decreases out. as they yeah. get older. So what you do is you get a supplement. I talk to men about this all the time. Go to your doctor, tell them you, to do a testosterone test, see where your levels are. Yeah. And if you're low, they can give you a testosterone cream that oh. will actually heighten it. So the DHEA would not. Well, it works for you too, yeah. But totally. it doesn't. It, you said it would be. It, it, it converts. Rever- it converts what you're missing. So if you're on low testosterone, it will co- convert it to create higher. It goes testosterone. either way. Yes, that's no what's so way. magic about it. Whoa, it's badass. So you yeah. you can take DHEA and not take testosterone. Well, you could. There are some guys who do natural testosterone, and they use that. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm too weird about my testosterone. Like, I just need my testosterone. Do you, what about... <laughs> I just need it. Don't take my testosterone. Do you feel a difference? If it, Like, have you ever missed a... Oh, yeah. I totally feel low low, low levels of energy. Oh, wow. My libido goes low. I know a lot of women low who take testosterone. Of energy. Yes, energy. Well, testosterone so, is energy. Because women also produce testosterone. Yes. And it also decreases, so they need it exactly. as well. I have not used it yet, though, as I exactly. said. Exactly. So yeah. this is like a lesson. Hormones one on one. Hormones learned. are your you are hormones. That's the thing that people don't understand. You are hormones. Without leveled hormones, you're not you because you're off. You're tired, lethargic. You don't feel like having sex. That's for men and women. We have to look at our hormone levels. And women start decreasing in estrogen. Why do you think older women don't necessarily feel sexual during and have dryness and have dryness, which is what happened to me and why I created this lube? Because trans men were getting all dry, and they're like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, you have to supplement your testosterone, or this is a daily moisturizer. Mm -hmm. When you like like you do for your face, when you lose estrogen. You lose wetness. Is that because of a decrease in estrogen? Yes. I see. Yes. So, so as arbitra- we age, both of those both got, hormones both, start going down. Exactly. I but gotcha. I mean, you think about it from like a purely physiological level. The reason that you have all these things is to reproduce. Yes. So as you get older, the necessity is not there. So you start losing all those hormones. Wow. Um, that's right. And yep. that's why the, um, people that have been married for a long time, their sex drives are, are yep. usually one of the things that causes consternation so yes, <laughs> very true at what point did you start feeling like like when you were growing up you're going through the transition was it an immediate like i'm starting i inserted some testosterone i feel like a man and now i'm all good well no because he gave me such a small amount because i was a guinea pig remember mm-hmm. so i didn't feel anything at first it wasn't until about a month or so into it that i started feeling mm, i started feeling happy Whoa, which was something weird because I hadn't felt happy in a long time. Now you, it's you were happy because it actually enhanced your mood, or because you actually emotionally were feeling happy again. Both. Both. I'm a believer again of hormones in a sense of well-being. Yeah. You look at people who are depressed. A lot of times, it's from low hormones or people who aren't functioning properly. It's from low low hormones. I always say, look at kids. They're always so happy. They're not inundated with nonsense, but I think their hormone levels are growing. So they're just doing all these things. Yeah, and until they get to be 13, when the, the hormones are bouncing are off bouncing the wall. All over because it's they, erratic. You don't know what you're going to get Because it's erratic. Then. So erratic hormones make you erratic. Yeah. But yeah. smooth hormones make you what? Smooth. That is wild. Yeah. Reel me this. They say, I'm a big meditator. Right go on, on these Good silent retreats and stuff like Good that. For you. I, thank you. The, I the, <laughs> the, the a lot of times with these monks, after years and years and years of meditation, they begin looking androgynous. Yes, 
What's going on there? Their so levels. something's going on with their hormones. The, yeah. uh, if their testosterone is Yeah, that's is low depletion. testosterone. That, if you look at older men, they start looking more feminine. And and but similarly, yes. the 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 nope. nuns become more masculine. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? What's going on? So well, think about babies. Babies yes, look, babies, babies all look the same. Also you know, sex, you can never tell the difference. Sex. I think sex has a lot to do with that. Yes. Monks and nuns are not having sex. Right. So something's going on there that's showing that the that the sex is not healthy. It's not healthy not to have sex. Or uh, you know, maybe not. Be, Really? It's not. I do not. Oh, I, I think had this guy yesterday. are supposed to have sex. I had, I had and masturbate. Um, over a year. But you've masturbated. But you masturbate. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Not See, that I, had, I had a guy on my live stream yesterday. He literally asked me. I, I think he was like 21 years old, just a baby. And he said, I heard that horm- that masturbating makes you lose your hair. Oh, my God. I go, oh my, oh, my God, is what I said. Oh, oh please, God. honey, you're not going to lose your hair. It's very healthy for you to masturbate. Yeah, what, what, what do you, why do you think it's so important to masturbate? Because I do or think... To ejaculate. Or to, to ejaculate. I do men think, and women. Men and women. Because I think it's a natural thing, body function, that you're supposed to get rid of that energy. Exactly. Like, I do oh, think wow. that... It, honestly, if I don't masturbate, I feel so jacked up. I feel nervous. When I masturbate, I feel relaxed. Yeah. And I'll get I, grumpy. Yeah, I get grumpy. I get all those things. So to if me, I don't, that's is what I'm saying. That's way. what I'm saying. Like it, 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 it really is something innately in our body. That yeah. it's a physical function. It's not, and, and it's, it's connected good, it's to good our brain. It's good for men. It's good for the prostate. Yeah. So some people like this no fap culture, which is like. Let's not masturbate for like months. You have a lot of angry men out there. With the <laughs> no fat. Friend, so so right. I've I've played with this, you know, because it, it's supposed to increase your energy levels. Uh huh. And I think in a way it does to when, not masturbate. To, to not masturbate because you're not you don't have you're that not release. expending the energy. Yes. You don't. Have but the there release. has to be a flip side to that. It is. Yeah. I, yeah. I get fucking grumpy and like I can't stop looking at vaginas walking down the street. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Would you rather be like that or would you rather just maybe like, have a little low energy? Yeah. <laughs> Drink our fucking Red Bull, dude. <laughs> It, it is this That's balance. Called coffee. <laughs> yeah, it is a balance. It, it is a balance, like anything. Like if we, we had like, someone on the show who master who ejaculates four times a day. Wow. I mean that. Wow. But this guy's got energy out the yin yang. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there you go. If I did that, I'd be sleeping the rest. Yeah, of the me whole too. Day, me you too. Know? So me it, too. But again, it, it's like anything. We're all different. Of course. What works for me isn't going to work for you. Right. Yeah. Some women you. are multi-orgasmic. Yes, some women can only have one and done. That's yeah. the thing that we don't talk about. Like what? It's so stupid. We're all different like how if you don't want to have if you don't feel like masturbating then don't maybe your body doesn't need it mm-hmm. but you, if you do, you, do wait do you realize we've gone this amount of time talking and we haven't mentioned that you that you are in the porn industry <laughs> <laughs> just google me <laughs> can you imagine oh, I how long do we talk i we didn't know for a while it. that you were even in the porn industry that's how i started my career yeah, in porn. yeah i created the first uh oh i created the genre of trans male porn didn't exist before that me. blows my yeah. mind yeah it fucking it, 20 it, years ago imagine you got to think about 20 years ago i know yeah. it's hard for you you're a youngster yeah but 20 years ago i mean my one of my best friends from high school on he was the first person i know that told me i'm into trans women uh-huh, right on. and and, yeah. and for so long people were like something's wrong with that guy something's wrong with that guy and yeah. i even said to him come on are you really of course because i didn't know and yeah. and then i always talked to him i said listen you know so many guys say that if they were messing around with a uh, really hot chick and then they were feeling around and feeling around and all of a sudden they saw a penis they would they would freak out and they'd slap the person across the face that was the that was the and he used to say to me no way they'd keep going yeah, they would and i totally I'd, keep going and i said no, no i think you're lying i think you're lying and and he's like because i've asked guys and they always said oh if i found out they had a penis i'd be pissed and i'd walk away and he's like no they're just trying to hit on you by saying <laughs> that they think that you want to hear that 
No, what they're doing is they're saying that so in case it does happen, <laughs> then they have a backup. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. I didn't know. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the shame. We have a, lot, a lot of shame, of shame around trans women and, and cisgender men. It's yeah. this weird. It's not is It's them? not for me. Women don't feel shame to have sex with me. And neither do men. And women so, don't feel ashamed about even experimenting with other women. Of course. But there's this one thing that really stands out amongst all the shaming of sex. And it's when somebody has love or affection towards a transgender woman and i really oh, wow. think it's because of the penis more than anything because because this is a male centric world right everything is dominated by masculinity by maleness by so that what's what's that it's a penis a penis is considered masculine and male so so cisgender men feel threatened by a woman with a penis because it says something about their masculinity yeah and that's why we have to talk about the fact that where is masculinity it's not i'm a very masculine person you are but I don't have a penis. So where and I'm where a you, very feminine person. Exactly. And, I got a dick. and you have a dick. <laughs> no, it's true. You can see our different energies. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's unbelievable. And we all we blow okay, that out. Right? Yeah. So when when and the first question I asked um, for this whole interview is like yeah. when you're dating and, and yeah. you're going through this. Yeah. So I mean, how does sexual orientation fit into all of this? So, right. Again, sexual orientation, we have such a, this idea that we all have to have a sexual orientation, right? Why, mine was, was a lesbian before I transitioned, and I was only into women sexually, right? But as I transitioned, I became really attracted to masculinity and men. So what, what is my, my sexuality now is bisexual, 100%. Yeah. But I think it can evolve. It can change. It can go back and forth. It can do all these things. And the people that are attracted to you... Did, I have such a wide demographic. I used to be pretty much gay men, but I think as my work started getting out and I started getting out more, it seems like women are really becoming a. a I pretty much across the board. Yeah, Cis, cisgender men are the least sexually attracted to me, but more about being bros with me. You, you understand? Oh, like being wow, buddies. Yeah. Like I have a lot of cisgender men buddies, but I don't think that they straight just straight men. They are not attracted to me. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, it could be a secret little fantasy. <laughs> exactly. Those are the guys we're talking well, about. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't even. I love. It's like so. It's there are no labels. No, you know, right, like right. I don't know if like say I say I were attracted to you. I think yeah. you're attracted. But if say I was like yes. romantically very right. attracted to you. Yeah. You know, does that make me gay? Does that make me great question? Who knows? Who, and who cares, right? But and we have the thing this. Is who cares? Who cares? But we have it. It's so ingrained in us. Like, and gay men say it to me all the time, like, dude, I'm so into you, but like, I don't know. Does that make me straight? I'm like, why? Just because of my vagina. It's the only thing that twists this idea that they're straight if they have sex with me. Yeah. Because their penis will go into a vagina, and to me, that that alone just makes people see heterosexuality right and then wait so crazy crazy i don't get so okay you called yourself in one of the uh, Uh a power bottom Uh no no i'm not a bottom i'm a total top okay yeah someone did someone did call me a power bottom yeah they do it all the time what does that mean anyway so a a bottom right a bottom and a top so it means that i'm more aggressive as a bottom Uh so i'm telling you what to do as a top i call that a bossy bottom but i'm not i'm not a bottom i'm much more of a dominant top person but i do get penetrated and that's why gay men will call me a bottom because in gay men's world men who get fucked are the bottoms and men who fuck are tops, but I get penetrated as a top because what I say to them is, you're servicing me, kiddo. <laughs> Don't even try it. Yeah, so I'm in total control of it. So, so no matter what, you're always with, on top. Always on top. <laughs> so even Daddy AF right there. 
That's right, <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so even with so with men, you even though they might they have a dick going inside me. of you, yeah. you'll be the top. I'm always in control. And of you don't situation. wear a strap on. Yeah, I can. I can put yeah. a strap on and fuck guys. Yeah, totally. What do you think that is about always wanting to be the top? Is it is that just like a preference? Um, no, or it's that... just the way I feel. Yeah, I don't feel good. It's all that testosterone. Yeah, I, I don't feel good in a submissive place sexually. It doesn't feel good to me. I always feel like I have to be in control of the situation. I mean, you made this whole porn niche. Yeah, I imagine that's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not, especially in porn world. They're yeah. very conservative. So, what, <laughs> which is such a funny statement. Know, yeah, it is insane. fucking nuts. It's insane. Yeah, we it's were insane. talking about that with Erica Lust. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Erica's one of my friends. Me and her fought. We've been doing it around the same time. We we fought to- totally to get where we are. Yeah, yeah. So what were some of the challenges that you were seeing? Oh, well, first off, when I did it, no one had done it before, so they never saw uh, My tagline was, the man with a pussy. I love that. that <laughs> so I was so angel, the man with a pussy, because I saw transgender women. I would see, like, you know, Yasmin Lee, yeah. um, chick with a dick. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm a man with a pussy. But it, it, it almost sounds like you're a circus animal. It's exactly yeah. it. So even porn is a circus act. Think about it. So, <laughs> But you also to... said it was educational, which was, uh, I have to take issue with that, yes. because I don't think I'd want... I don't want. I don't think women should learn that that's how they get pleasure. So great, I understand. Come all over my face. I'm coming because of that. No, that's not how women get pleasure. Right, totally. So, so in the beginning, my work was not educational. It was all about making porn and becoming a famous porn star and making a million dollars. That was my mindset. Ha ha. Good luck, dude. So about five. (laughs) About and then the industry wasn't into it. They were really mean to me. They didn't understand it. They called me a freak. And the porn industry, blah blah blah. I'm the guy that totally will bust through that door. So three years later, I went. 2007 avian transsexual performer of the year which was groundbreaking no one had ever won that and then from Wait, that so even was there even a category no, it was the transsexual category which was mostly all was all women so you yeah, so i came in and like busted it up and those women were pissed <laughs> <laughs> they got all dressed up and i'm in my leathers and they you know they spend thousands of dollars yeah. on their dresses it's like the academy awards of porn yeah. oh, and i just man. come walking in and win the award they were so pissed oh, they're like you're not trans sexual i go uh because they weren't used to seeing yeah. what the hell am yeah. i what am i it was crazy I, I put the industry on it's you know i just like flipped the whole industry from that moment on i became very well received in the industry and like move forward and that's when i realized when people started writing me dude your work is more than porn it, it, it can change the world. And I was like, whatever, dude, I'm just making porn. I would never think I would be this guy today, ever in a million years, be able to do the things I do. Yeah. So when I say educational, I started ah. to create a genre. And what I did is I started to create a series called Sexing the Trans Man. And I took myself out of production and I started going around and filming trans men talking about their transition, taking off their clothes, and then having them do a sex scene. Oh, so wow. I made that to me was educational porn. I got it. So because I, you're opening people's eyes. Yes. And you're I got waking to, people up. And I got to let people see us naked having sex and, and really humanizing us sexually on some level. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on. It was uh, really great. Are you still producing porn? Yeah. I, I produced that series called Sex and the Trans Men. And then I, what I did is I took out the porn and I submitted it to Amazon Prime. And they were like, no, that's porn. No. I'm like, there's no porn in it. Well, we're seeing boobs right i go those are men with boobs you're being transphobic (laughs) and then they got on amazon prime oh no yes totally so really like that's huge i got i got that on the platform because i said you've broken a lot of barriers thank you my friend we're trying to break the same barriers i'll help you yeah i'll help you whatever you need but you know you're doing it your age which is similar to my age within a few years yeah 
And it's funny because it seems so natural to me to be the educator. I mean, I don't yeah, think I was that. Get that confident when I was younger. Yeah. Well, so, you know, that's an age thing. Me yeah, too. So there, there is a, a plus to getting yeah. old besides uh, all this other shit that we go through. <laughs> totally. But, but the wisdom that we get. Oh my God, it's everything. As an older person. Yes. As an elder. As an elder. Yeah. yeah no, it's a, and your voice is very important, my friend. It is because yeah, a lot so. of women feel weird. Older women, I'm dealing with it with my cannabis company. A lot of older women um, not securing themselves in their sexuality or finding a date or even like a, I, I met this 85-year-old woman. She's so beautiful, this Beverly Hills woman. She's so great and she, she's a fan of mine. And she's just like, I want to have sex. You know, I was married for 50 years and I really didn't have sex. And she was talking to me about sex. And at first I got a little like freaked out. But then I was like, that is so awesome. So I gave her a buck off. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, just go home and try it. (laughs) Listen, you know what? Like, what what age do we stop having sex? What what age do we stop feeling sexy? Thank you. And never, you should never not feel sexy. My tagline is you're never too old to be sexy. Right on, lady. Way to go. I mean, you ended up in this hugely activistic activistic, uh, (laughs) role, you know? And and a lot of people wouldn't sign up for that because it Mm -hmm. puts you in the spotlight. You've Mm -hmm. been you've been you know criticized oh, you've been shamed all of it uh, is it worth it 100% because i save lives and i know that 100% somebody hears me 100% somebody says wow if buck can do it wow 100% i didn't have this when i was growing up and i didn't have this as a young trans person so for me it is not only an honor but it is sort of my duty hmm. as a trans man and an elder to be in a voice of something that many people don't talk about. And so because of my experience, I feel that it is really just where I'm supposed to be. And never do I feel like I'm not supposed, even with all the anger, hostility, people say, say things to me, people want to kill me. Yeah. People say, well, I'm going to kill you. Like, that is really? wild. That's for, wild. For what? For Because I talk about my vagina or they don't like what I'm saying or they don't, that just f- fuels me. That yeah. stuff fuels you have me. To, you have to realize that when people, when people feel that way, it's from their own insecurity, totally. their own yes. feelings of shame, their yes. own inability to understand their own bodies. Yeah. So, it seemed like you learned this very sad. young, actually. Yes. Because I was reading some old interviews from, mm-hmm. and yeah. you were talking about this exact thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You said the exact words that she was saying. Yeah, right she, on. Yeah. It's true, though. It is, and it's why I need to be here, and it's an honor and a blessing when people like you ask me to be on podcasts or put my voice out there. One person will hear me. One person will say, oh, my God, I never heard that before. Yeah. I can do it, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a blessing for, I was in this interview, I had to refrain from saying, I cannot believe I got to sit with you (laughs) and have this discussion. I'm so easy going. I'm just, (laughs) I mean, you know, if I didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't be able to have this conversation. No, that's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And thank you for these kind of podcasts. They're important. Yeah, it's so fun. And even for someone, you know, I I have the privilege of being in a very, you know, mm-hmm. nor, socially accepted mm-hmm. and no, quote unquote normal mm-hmm. place. So I don't need to, ha- I, my voice doesn't necessarily need to be heard. Yeah, yes, it does. It, it does. Yeah, count. it does. Well, because you're opening up a discussion that, yes. that nobody has. Like, like you didn't have this discussion with your parents. No, and that's why and that's, this is an important... I talk to kids every day, the youngsters in the trans community, 20 plus or even 16, about sex. And like to have a mom that you can talk to about sex, that is really huge because I want these kids to talk to their parents about it. And you give permission to do that. Thank really, you. that's Thank what you're you. doing is giving permission to, to talk to your parents. Well, when you did talk to your parents, how did that go? Well, when I first came out to my parents, I came out as a gay woman. 
And so they were like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy to accept. It was I pretty guess, much, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, they were like, are you kidding? But then the second time I came out, so, so then I went through a bunch of bad stuff. I became homeless. My parents disowned oh, me. Wow. I was a mess. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That was the first time? So that was 16. I came out as gay. And then eventually I ended up uh, leaving the home because my parents kicked me out. Because, because of, what? Oh, my God. Because I was a mess. I was on drugs and alcohol um, and I could not focus and they couldn't handle it. And I don't blame them. So to, they had nothing really to do for them. Yeah. Other they than I have me. a kid that needs help yep. and, and I'm going to do tough love and yep, kick him out of the house. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was yep. what we, we were taught to do. I then, believe in tough love, and, but yeah. I do believe in it on yeah. some level. So anyway, I found my way around and I got really deeper into drugs and alcohol and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually I found peace through getting my transition, right? And then I called my mom. I hadn't sp spoken to my parents in years and years and years. And so it was probably like the first year of my testosterone. And the num their, my parents' number was still the same and I remember calling and I had just started testosterone so what happens is your voice starts to sound like this and you get that total like going, going through, through puberty, puberty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. and so I call my mom up and I said hi mom <laughs> and she's like who is this and I'm like it's me Buck and she's like who and I'm like it's me she goes there's silence on the phone and she's like it's you and I'm like yeah and she goes we thought you were dead. Oh, oh my God. And I go, and I, I got I'm going to cry because I said, no, mom, it's me. I'm having a, a, I said, I'm having a sex change. And she was like, and I, and she goes, what's wrong with your voice? And I go, I'm having a sex change. And so it's the testosterone making my voice change. And there was silence. And then my mom said, it's the only thing we ever wanted from you was for you to be happy. Oh. And if this is what's going to make you happy, then that's okay. Oh. And that was the beginning of the, uh, new relationship with my parents. So today I have an amazing relationship with my parents. They're wow. like incredible. Like, yeah, w I spend a lot of time. As you know, I'm moving to be closer to them. And, you know, like they really uh, made Can you get this man a Kleenex, please? Yes. <laughs> we need the Kleenex yeah. box. Get me one too while yeah. you're at it. It's real. It's real. You know, like my, my here you go. Take that. My parents are um, super awesome. You know, yeah, they really made an effort to, and then they see me today doing what I do, and they're like so proud of me. Yeah, wow. they talk to their friends about when my parents never spoke to their friends about me, right? It's because I was the bad child, and so now they're just like so proud. They take me to all their old golfing parties, and, <laughs> and here I'm they're proud. This is our son, so Buck. cool. And I'm just like, you know, that's everything to and see. And that generation, our yes. generation of parents were not open minded about no. my, my parents were even as of like a couple years ago when we were on Megan Kelly today. Oh, right on. I my father called me up and he's like, I, I'm not telling my <laughs> I'm not telling my friends that you're on. God. And I was so like, what? You know what I've been doing here for the last several years. Yeah. And then he called back the next day and he said, I want to apologize. I don't know why I said that. Oh, that's so but beautiful. It is something that they have to reconcile with that, you exactly. know, we're going against the traditional norms of like white picket fence. And it's why thing. I didn't push stuff on my parents and why I don't today. I just sit around and educate them and try to get them to see me as this person and to see how amazing my life is only because, only because I became my authentic self. This, this is what's been ringing like a bell throughout this whole interview. Like, you, you embody what we should all strive for, which is taking the parts that feel weird yep. 
and fucking shining a big light on right it. On. <laughs> and saying, That's right me. On. Yep. Yeah. The exactly. rest that you think is normal, yep. who gives a fuck about yep. it? Yeah. No, right. That a... shit, that's why I'm here. Yes. That's why we have this podcast. Yes. I have a weird relationship, quote unquote, with my mom. Yes, totally. It's not normal for a guy to talk about You're sex right. with his mom. You're right. But why that's, isn't it normal? That's right. That's the bad part I, about it. You have to say that. No. I was being made fun. I remember I remember so clearly I was being made fun of in my comedy group for having the, such a close relationship with my mom. You see And I that? was like, wait wow. a minute. Wait a minute. I have a weird relationship with my mom. Brilliant. <laughs> we got to talk about brilliant, this. Brilliant, brilliant. This is, this is my ticket. Brilliant. It is. Yeah. It was meant to be. The universe totally did that. Yeah. yeah. It's real. And, and I just, I, I love when people, that's what, that's why we exist as a culture. Yes. For this diversification. Yes. You know, th- I love it. No, but you are so smart. You took the thing that was people making fun of, or people, and you switched it, and you may empowered yourself. Like you said, it. you yeah. shined a light. Well, yeah. it was it was easy for me. For yeah. you, you've been fighting this fucking. Oh, I'll fight forever. I, I mean, it's never. <laughs> yeah, it's never going to be easy for me. I've ever. Been, I would have fucking ever. given up so many goddamn times. I mean, no, you wouldn't. I, I don't yeah, maybe it. not because yeah. you f- you had such strong feelings and and, and you know and then so do you. You have strong feelings about whatever is yeah. your your stuff here. That's the only thing you have to think of. Just switch it to if I was that yeah, I would use yeah, the yeah. same passion and passion is everything yeah. is what I tell everybody I don't care that why am I so passionate about what I do because I, it is me I live it I embody it and so find the passion in your life if you're bored if you're tired if you're not feeling you need to find the pat you're missing the that's, passion that's, yeah. that's my yep, entire way it. of thinking and so many people just go through life you know just going through the motions yeah because they don't, they don't have know. a passion and they they look at us as like well why aren't you in a typical job? Why, yeah, no, you know, totally. What, do you, what yeah. do you do for a job? Yeah. Like, no, that people say that to me yeah. all the time. What do you do? You. What do you do? They always want to know what I do. What do you do for a job? <laughs> it, for a job. It's, it's also so wild that testosterone seems very close to passion. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. It, what, a, what a wild story. Yes. I mean, I was depleted of testosterone. That's what I always yeah. say. I didn't, I wasn't producing the hormone that I needed to become a, a normal, focused person. And I can tell, like, when I don't have my shot perfectly one week I, I start feeling down I start feeling depressed I'm feeling low energy I put that testosterone on my body I'm like what? I'm 16 again <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> well we have to wrap things up unfortunately right on yeah so will you stick around for a little quick yeah, Patreon bonus episode oh I think yeah. we gotta do rapid fire questions in our Patreon bonus episode yeah. okay so right. if you want to listen to this go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom you'll be able to check it out there would you like to share anything with our listeners and where they can find your products? Oh, or yeah. Thank you for in? saying that. Yeah. Just go to BuckAngel.com and then you can reach me on my Twitter, on my Instagram, everywhere from there. And I just want to say to your listeners, thank you for having an open mind and understanding that everyone has the possibility to become who they want to be as long as you make it about yourself. Oh, wow. It. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be someone else. That's right. Yeah, I you love that. You can't be someone else. You it's said awesome. it very succinctly. Thank you so much thank for coming you. on. Bye. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.